Dave and Doreen along with Marcus the Morning KLH. You guys, I, I need a ruling on this. Over the weekend, I was reading from Madison.com, the Wisconsin State Journal, What Went Wrong with the Packers, written by Jason Wilde. And I realized, and I want to know if this happens to you guys, as I'm reading Jason Wilde's column, his article, I'm hearing his voice in my head as I'm reading it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was yes. almost like, oh yeah. Yeah. Does that happen to you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Jason Wilde, you're now a voice in my head that I can... Well, that's good, Dave, yeah. because you're the narrator of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of funny, though. I'm, I'm totally serious. I was reading What Went Wrong with the Packers, and as I'm reading it, and you wrote it, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm reading this in the voice of, like, Jason Wilde's voice is in my head. It was very <laughs> strange. And there was a lot, a lot that went wrong with the Packers, was there not? I was going to say, yes, the narrator then said... What went wrong with the Packers? How much time do you have? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How much time do you have? All right, so let's get to what Aaron thinks is wrong with the offense in his uh, – what, what did he – what did you – you know, were you able to get any clues out of that? Yeah, he, uh, he thinks the play caller's not good enough, and he thinks that Goody didn't get him enough weapons after he traded away Devontae Adams, and he – in a typical kind of quasi-passive-aggressive uh, way, made that clear after the game. And now, you know, again, I would say, hey, if you're not paying the quarterback $59 million a year, you could probably maybe find a little bit more of the couch cushions to bring somebody in to help you. So uh, he's, he's obviously not happy. Uh, I keep hearing Goody's voice in my head, speaking of hearing voices. Um, when he talked to us at the bye week, and I mentioned this to you guys, Goody said he learned when he first set foot in the building that whatever comes with having a Hall of Fame quarterback, it is worth it. And I still find myself wondering if that's him trying to remind himself of that lesson for the times when the quarterback wears on his patience. But, yeah, he... he you know, he he took uh, as we remember last Sunday evening. He Rogers took some shots at the play calling, including the one that he threw the interception on, and he also mentioned how you know that they were supposed to do some things to fill the void created by Devontae's departure, and they failed to do that too. I think it was your um, your cohort in crime, Rob Domofsky, who asked Goody, "Who gives the Packers the best chance to win in 2023?" What was his response to that? Uh, it was a classic non-answer answer. Uh, well, we're really excited about Jordan. Uh, we really like the progress he's made, but, uh, you know, only one guy is the four-time NFL MVP. Mm, okay. Well, mm. that is not actually saying uh, Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love, right? That right. is a dodge. Um, look, I, I would caution that when I look at where this offense is and the weapons that they have, I was just talking about this with somebody else. When you, when you think back to that Sports Illustrated cover back in 2011 when Rodgers is sitting in Lambeau Field mm-hmm. and he's got all of his weapons around him, uh, that would be a much smaller picture on the cover of Sports Illustrated nowadays, right? And yeah. even the guys that you would consider those weapons are still largely unproven. I don't care how much you like Christian Watson, who there's a lot to like about him. 
But he also, you know, it would appear he's a little bit like the leg lamp being delivered in a Christmas story. He's a little fragile. Yeah. And so, you know, he he get him a couple of years in a NFL weight room and, and, you know, knowing what he needs to do to make sure that his body is ready for the rigors of an eight of a 17 game season. And I'm sure he'll be fine, but that's what comes with young players too. They haven't had that opportunity yet. And so they just, you know, if you watch these playoff teams that are the really good ones, you know, you don't feel like the Packers are that far from being in the playoffs. You saw what Seattle did. You saw how the Chargers collapsed. But when you think about how far away they might be from winning the Super Bowl again, that's when you start to think, okay, they, they need a lot. Right. And they've invested so much on defense and not gotten the return on their investment that you just find yourself wondering, how are they going to find their way forward to be a good enough team where you can say, okay, I can see them in the NFC Championship game again because the league comes at you fast. And even though it was two years ago that they were playing against Tom Brady at Lambeau Field with the trip to the Super Bowl on the line, it feels a lot longer than that. So speaking of looking ahead to the next season, there's a number of unrestricted free agents, players with voidable contracts, Alan Lazard, Mercedes Lewis, Mason Crosby, just to name a few, like Keyshawn Nixon. Which of those Packers that have those uh, contracts coming to an end do you think have seen the last in playing for the green and gold? Yeah, I, I think, Marcus, it, it, it really does come down to, and, and this is the first domino, is what is Rodgers going to do, right? Because if Rodgers comes back, I think that changes the thought process in terms of what who else you bring back and how you go about it. And Goody joked about how they'll probably restructure everyone's contract like they have for the last two years. And he's not kidding. If Rodgers comes back, they're probably going to have to do that. And, and, you know, look, the problem is you've got some old guys that he's going to want here that really don't cost a lot. Like, Mercedes Lewis is inexpensive. Uh, Randall Cobb played for, like, $3 million, which is inexpensive compared to what a high-end wide receiver costs. Um the problem is the Lazards, the Robert Tunyons, um, those are guys that I think it's a real challenge to figure out what is their market going to be? Do they want to start fresh somewhere else? Like, you know, Al Lazard was theoretically the number one receiver. He led them in receptions. He led them in yards. But is some other team going to be willing to pay him a ton? Yeah. I, don't I don't think so. so. Yeah, and so then that then the question becomes, what is he willing to come back for? So they've got a lot of decisions. I mean, Mason Crosby is a great example. Like, if Rodgers comes back, I would think you re-sign Mason Crosby because you are trying to win a Super Bowl with a you know soon-to-be 40-year-old quarterback. You want a kicker who's reliable as opposed to turning it over to a young guy and hoping that he's good. But if Rodgers doesn't come back, why would you spend money on an uh, expensive 38-year-old kicker when you can do a cheap kicker because you're probably, you know, not tearing it down to the studs completely, but you're doing a pretty major renovation on your roster. Mm-hmm. So they've got a lot to decide, no doubt. And what is the timeline on that? What's the timeline that makes everybody happy, right? Where Aaron, how long does he wait before he comes and gives us his decision, or them at least. Well, Doreen, I'm not going to hold the franchise hostage. <laughs> right. I'm to start to march. 
Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, Tausch and I talked about this. Like, I really felt like, and again, he's got, I understand, he's got to go through this process, got to decide if he really wants to be invested for another year. You know, it's all, it's all far of 2.0. It is still mm-hmm. amazing to me that a guy who said, I'm never going to be that guy, uh, is, is that guy. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I would have loved for him to get up at the podium. You know, like Matthew Stafford, right, for the Rams, has already said, after getting a bruised spinal cord, that I'm playing next year. I'm coming back. Like, how great would it have been if after they lose this game to the Lions and everybody's frustrated and he's frustrated, he says, look, there were some things this year that I, I, the frustration got the better of me. Uh, I hated losing as much as we did, but I loved what I saw from the young guys. I really think that the future is brighter than other people think about this team. I'm not going to waste any time contemplating this. I know what I want to do. I want to play next year. I do not want to miss out on what this team can become next year or in 2024. So, you know, I will be – not only will I come back next year, I am coming back and I'm going to be part of the offseason program more. Uh, I I want to I can't wait. I wish we could get started tomorrow. Of course, he didn't say that. No, he didn't. So, but, he's never said that. Well, I don't think. Well, I'm laughing because you've just We're taken close. all the drama out of it, and I think we we've learned that yeah. drama is a part of the package that you get with that guy. Yeah. So that's just part of the deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least that's what he's become because he he used to not be that guy. But, you know, the other thing that was really interesting that Goody said to us on Friday because he talked for a half hour. And other than the fact that he still just he has no regrets about Devontae Adams, none, okay, not, no, yeah. no regrets about not paying him before the twenty one season to avoid all this. You know, they offered him the amount of money that Devontae was seeking before the twenty one season, so th- this all could have been avoided. He ended up at the same number as he was on his way out the door. Um, but the really interesting thing that Goody said was. Somebody asked him about Rodgers and the offseason program if he comes back. And, you know, he did the stuff about how it's voluntary and it's optional and some of the veterans don't need as much of it. But he said two really interesting sentences in there. He said, we invest a lot in these guys, and we would like them to invest back in us. And then he said, I understand that for the veteran guys, they don't necessarily need it, but the young guys need them to be here. And I thought that for all of Roger's messaging that he does through us, that that was Goody saying, look, we still want him back. But what he did last offseason with all the young guys we had here, we need more from him than that. And I hope he has the guts mm-hmm. to say to Rogers, hey, when, when Roger says he's coming back for another year, look, man, it's optional, but it can't be optional for you. We would have been in a better place this year had you come for the offseason. I understand you got to recharge your batteries. I need you to figure out a way to get your batteries recharged and be here for these young guys. Because you not being here hurt us. And I need more from you as the leader of this team and the face of this franchise. And I hope he has the guts to say that. Because what he said to us on Friday was a very light, soft-touch version of what I just said. Because you don't say... Uh, we invest a lot in these guys. We need them to invest back in us if you're not trying to send a message. Jason, thank you for the insight. We always appreciate it. We'll talk on Thursday.
All right, everybody, I appreciate you. Keep listening to me read you my stories. I appreciate that. <laughs> in your head. <laughs> it's always in there. Take care. Uh, take care. You too. Jason Wilde, he's our green and gold insider.